Wrapping things up, ladies and gentlemen, on what is the hottest show on the streets. When you look at Alabama football news, notes, and information, it's in my own words. Yours truly, your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I am live in studios. First off, I want to give a huge shout out to my good friend, former Alabama wide receiver, Matt Cadell, who joined me this week and did a phenomenal job. Brother broke down Alabama's offense, its defense for next season, and uh, what he expects to happen for the Crimson Tide and getting back to that Bama factor. So big ups to Matt Cadell. But wrapping this up, we get inside Alabama's offensive line for 2019. And while I feel as though this group will win the prestigious Joe Moore Award. Now, Alabama does have some key losses. When you look at Jonah Williams, Ross Pierce-Baker, Lester Cotton, and Josh Kasher, those guys gone. But it's got key returners. Jedrick Wills back at offensive tackle, right tackle. Alex Netherwood back, a natural left tackle. He sacrificed a season ago and played guard. But Leatherwood back. Matt Womack is back. Emil Ikior Jr. back. Chris Owens, Scott Lashley, even Deontay Brown, who will serve a four-game suspension. He's back as well. Alabama with some uh, potential freshman impact players. Evan Neal at 6'8", 340 pounds. He'll get some play in there. And also Dorian Dalcourt, the four-star from Georgia, at 6'3", 292 pounds. Nick Saban raved about this young man's athleticism all spring. He can play at either center or guard. But there was an article, according to 24-7 Sports, that projected the top 10 offensive lines in college football for 2019. Check this out for a minute. 1 through 10, 247 Sports has Georgia, Oregon, Army, UCF, Auburn, Clemson, Alabama, Washington, Missouri, and Notre Dame rounding things out at number 10. I'll repeat that list again. Georgia at number 1, Oregon at number 2, the Army Black Knights at number three, Central Florida at number four, Auburn at number five, Clemson at six, Alabama at number seven, Washington eight, Missouri at nine, and Notre Dame at 10. And uh, the teams in front of Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Army, UCF, Auburn, and Clemson. We're looking at two Southeastern Conference teams, including one that's introducing potentially a freshman quarterback and a head coach that's still having troubles with delegating jobs to, you know, the guys on his coaching staff. And then you got Oregon in there. You got Clemson in there. Not a, nothing against any of the teams on this list. They're all good. But when you look at just the tier of how this all shapes out here, that first tier would be Georgia, Oregon, Army. That next tier would be UCF, Auburn, and Clemson. And then the final tier would have Alabama at number seven, Alabama, Washington, Missouri, and Notre Dame. This Alabama offensive line with Kyle Flood in as the position coach coming over from the National Football League with the Atlanta Falcons. And, and I know spring ball doesn't mean a lot. Me personally, 
I'm a fall camp guy. I'm a fall practice guy. I'm ready for August. I know spring ball doesn't tell the whole story, but from what I saw in spring practice, this Alabama offensive line is going to be very much so improved, and there's not a lot of people talking about it. A lot of people have their eyes on Georgia's offensive line, and Georgia's good. They got talent all across the board, a quarterback in Jake from running back in DeAndre Swift. A lot of people talk Clemson. You got some talking Auburn, some talking Oregon with the job Mario Cristobal is doing in Eugene. I get it, but this Alabama offensive unit under Kyle Flood, this is going to be not just a very much so improved group, but a group that can potentially win the Joe Moore Award. This was a group last year that finished eighth in the country and first in the SEC in allowing the fewest sacks per game, just giving up one sack per matchup. I go back to the Southeastern Conference had its spring meetings a couple of weeks ago, either last week or a couple of weeks ago, in Destin, Florida. And uh, Paul Feinbaum was uh, was down there and uh, had a couple of guys being interviewed. And one of the Georgia reporters came on And he talked about how the Georgia offensive line is going to be the best in the country. He talked about how I think or he thinks, you know, Georgia's got a better chance of protecting Jake Fromm and keeping him healthy throughout an entire season versus Alabama keeping Tua Tagovailoa healthy, especially now that Tua knows he is mortal. That quote right there. It shouldn't take much to get an Alabama offensive front motivated. It shouldn't take much to get an Alabama offensive front ready to go. But that quote right there should be the last little piece of motivation because this past year's group was probably the best group pass pass blocking-wise, pass protection-wise, that Saban's had it quite some time. Probably not the best run blocking group, and that will improve in this upcoming season. Believe that. But this past year's group was more than likely the best pass protection group that Saban's had in quite some time. The first part of the 2018 season, you know, Tua Tagovailoa was not facing a lot of pressure. Was able to have 42, 43 touchdown passes, no interceptions. It was until the middle portion of the season where he faced LSU, where he faced Mississippi State, and they got some licks on him. They got some heat to him. But the real pressure did not come until the postseason, where you face Georgia in the Southeastern Conference title game, and you face Clemson in the college football playoff national title. That's where the real pressure hit, right? Alabama's offensive line did a pretty substantial job, did a pretty solid job until, you know, getting into that postseason rank, that postseason matchups there. And I feel like with Kyle Flood coming in, him being a technically sound offensive line coach, keep in mind that this was the same guy that produced a major star at Rutgers University on the on, in the running back field with uh, Ray Rice. Produced a very good offensive line at Rutgers. This is somebody that with the Atlanta Falcons, he helped bring out a 1,000-yard back in Devontae Freeman, a two-time 4,000-yard quarterback in Matt Ryan, 
The Atlanta Falcons offensively finished sixth in the league in scoring. They were a big-time red zone offense, a big-time yards-per-game type of team. So you bring Cal Flood in, and you give him all of his talent to work with, he's going to be big. As good as Alabama's offensive line was last year, I look at Ross Pierce Baker didn't have the elite athleticism at center that Chris Owens is going to bring in the upcoming season. This guy is Antoine Caldwell 2.0. You know, you remember how good Antoine Caldwell was in 2008? First team all SEC type of player. A guy that really set Alabama up on this run of national championships. Helped. Glenn Coffey have 1,383 rushing yards in 2008. Caldwell was that good. I think Chris Owens is just that phenomenal. I brought up Jedrick Wills and Alex Leatherwood. These two young men came in with Tua Tagovailoa. They're not trying to have that young man hit the ground. At the offensive guard spots, you can play mix and match. You got, I mean, just like these restaurants have their two for five and two for six deals you can mix and match an offensive guard with Matt Womack I know he played offensive tackle quite a bit but he's going to be way way better on the interior at guard you've got the likes of Deontay Brown Evan Neal Emil Ikior Jr., Darian Dalcourt. I mean, the ball is in Kyle Flood's court of who he wants to put down an offensive guard. There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of talent. There is experience returning. There was another article out there that just broke down Alabama's high weight and size on the offensive line compared to you know, guys in the, in the National Football League and just the the size differential between the Crimson Tide and uh, offensive lines in the National Football League, staggering. Just absolutely imp- incredible the amount of girth that Alabama's got opposed to guys in pro ball making millions of dollars. So Crimson Tide, I know a lot of people, they're high on Georgia. A lot of people, they're high on Clemson. A lot of people, they're high on Oregon and Auburn and different programs. But if there was one year where Alabama's offensive line could win the Joe Moore War and fans of this program would be clapping their hands, this would be the group. I know in years past, you've had Alabama be finalists, semifinalists for this award. I believe the 2015 group won the award. There have been some units that have been up there, and fans are like, oh, I'm not sure about this group, not sure about this unit. You're just giving us this honor because this is the University of Alabama. But if there was a group to win this award, and the fan base would be highly excited about it, would be this 2019 group. Folks, they are ready. They are chomping at the bit. They got the technically sound coach. This could be a year where Tua Tagovailoa does not hit the ground at all. I'm excited for fall camp to be here because it doesn't take much to get this group fired up, to get this group ready to play smack mouth football and providing that balance. But after the SEC spring meetings and having the guy mention that I don't think 
Alabama can protect Tua Tagovailoa as well as Georgia will protect Jake Fromm. And after seeing this list from 247 Sports having Bama in the lower tier projecting offensive lines, get ready, folks. This is going to be a good season for the Crimson Tide. It's going to do it here for this edition of In My Own Words. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Download that right now. You want the hottest form. You want the best. You want to know everything going on with your Crimson Tide from all sorts of angles. You download this app. iPhone App Store, you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store, if you've got the Android phone, podcast options conveniently listed at the bottom of the screen for you to check out the hottest form of Crimson Tide football talk. When we get back to start next week, we'll start with a hot topic. Has Georgia become the next LSU? Has Georgia become vexed with beating Alabama? We'll discuss that and more when we pick back up on next week. For all of us here at the Touchdown Alabama Magazine brand, I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Until next time, folks, spin in my own words. What's going on, college football fans? This is Stephen Smith, host of In My Own Words via Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And if you want the best, if you want non-stop information about your Alabama Crimson Tide, why not check out the site, subscribe to the site that has over a million video views on YouTube. Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Check us out right now.